What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 403, here on Tuesday, September 27th. Struggling to hold it together here, because <laughs> Vespa can't keep his shit under control. What are you over talking here. about? All right. Um, Starburst. Before we get started here, we have, of course, the managing editor of Town Hall, oh my god, is Spencer Brown. Mm. He's here with us. Spencer, Mr. Marone. <laughs> yes, yeah, Spencer Marone. Marone. Hello. Um, programming note, unfortunately, because of Mr. Producer moving this week... Uh, we only have one episode for you, but the good news is, is it's a mega episode. It so is, here we is. are. And let's wish Mr. Producer luck for his move to Morocco. So. It is, you know, we're sending him on a side. <laughs> yeah. It is a metric ton of episode, oh. if you will. It's called, so it's the Fat Bastard Edition? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, all emotional. What? It's from the, <laughs> what? Well, uh, the metric ton I was going no. for was the other thing. Oh, but, yeah. the other thing. Oh, okay, no, no, we're not going there. We're going to talk about Hurricane no Ian approaching Florida. Um... <laughs> Hurricane Ian is approaching Florida. Um, prayers to Mr. Producer's parents and a whole bunch of other people we know down in Florida. Hopefully they ride this thing out and uh, it turns out okay. But it looks like the hurricane is going to directly hit the west coast of Florida as a Category 3, perhaps in worst case, a Category 4 hurricane, uh, an area of the coast that hasn't taken a hit in a very long time, no, no. not at least of this magnitude. Uh, but... There's a lot that's going on here. Governor Ron DeSantis is doing a great job, of course, preparing for this. Um, I really said, I, I think it was a couple days ago, I said to you, Spence, that uh, DeSantis is putting on a master class in prepping for a natural disaster. He's doing mm-hmm. a really great job of it. He's on top of it. The, the press briefings are knowledgeable. He's telling the people to get out that need to get out. The evacuations seem to be going well. Even with the ever-changing uh, pinpoint landfall of this, which has changed from north of Tampa all the way down south of Tampa now looks like Tampa might be spared the worst of it uh which would be you know good news for them bad news for people further south mm-hmm. but the liberals are politicizing this I'm shocked they do which, that yeah I know I shouldn't be shocked about it but like <laughs> you know it, it's just so like disgusting to me that they even go this route right away to basically attack Ron DeSantis and you wrote about this essentially yeah. They're all jitty, to, <laughs> to quote, quote Al Sharpton. The great reverend. Yeah. They're all jitty about this. <laughs> yeah. Because they think it'll hurt DeSantis. Right. Because they're obviously, the. I mean, the left has never given, has never taken it easy on him. Like, from the time he took office, you look at how they reacted to his handling of COVID, the mm-hmm. whole parental rights law, his dealing with the border crisis, uh, the Disney? effects of that, the Disney stuff. Like, liberals hate Ron DeSantis, but that's because... People are moving to Florida, even though they're saying that he's, like, a radical extremist. And so they need, and they take every opportunity they can to try to knock him down a peg. But it just, it clearly doesn't work because people are still moving there from New York and California, etc. And so in this case, they see this hurricane as a chance where he could mess up, where people could perceive that he messes up, even though he clearly isn't and has done... As far as I can tell, everything in his power to make sure that this is going well. You mentioned a lot of the stuff he's doing, these press briefings, he's traveling all over the state to these yep. emergency centers uh, to make sure people there are ready. He's also taking action to reallocate resources around Florida. So in places where the evacuations have been ordered, he's shipped in more fuel supplies and things like that to make sure people can go out. He's suspended the tolls going out of the state so that way people can get out without having to pay. Uh, and he's also working with like Publix and the other grocery store chains down there to make sure that they surge supplies to the places where people are stocking up to stay. I already see a scandal. That's a... Uh, <laughs> Over what? Publix is a very... Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a Publix. 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 
public. A Publix. Oh Are you fucking uh, kidding me? We made it. Oh my. A whole God. like five minutes into this. I assume because you're referring to the vaccine thing. Yes. That's what you yes. Okay. Yeah, oh, Publix. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh man. All right. Um, hey, anyway. We have no episode on Thursday, so we might as well, we might as well get it all out of here. Yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> But anyway, so this, yeah. this continue with the reason analysis because <laughs> very early this morning at like four thirty a.m., Politico ran this piece, which was literally fake news in addition to just being a lazy left wing hit job right. on Ron DeSantis. It's talking about how like this is Ron DeSantis' first big test of every Florida leader, a hurricane. But Florida has had a hurricane before, and DeSantis handled it well. It wasn't as strong as this. I believe it was Category 2 when it made landfall. But it's all the same infrastructure and preparation you do because you can't actually control the hurricane. So it matters less how severe it is and the fact that Ron DeSantis has already done this before, and he did well with it. And so basically this whole Politico piece was like he could take a huge hit because Florida leaders are made or broken with hurricane response. And it was just this, like again, as you said, all jitty giddy if yeah. you don't know what we're talking about al sharpton can't pronounce giddy uh but they're all giddy about this because this is a chance to tear him down because they know if all of the stuff that democrats and the biden administration are doing to get trump out of the running for 2024 ron DeSantis is obviously the next in line mm-hmm. and so they need to make sure that they don't just take out you know the first in line they have to take out everybody in the line yeah and so that's kind of what they're doing here and it's just i mean it's pathetic you had um rachel vinman on Twitter, oh say, joking about how we should say that the uh, hurricane uses alternative pronouns so that way Ron DeSantis will ban it and it won't hit Florida. And it's like, okay, people are. I wish it was lose, easy. People are going to lose their homes. People yeah. might lose their lives tragically. This is not the time to be like, oh, let's make a joke. But it's yeah. again, Democrats, as I pointed out in my piece, their whole thing about never let a crisis go to waste. Yeah. That also applies to horrible natural yeah. disasters that are going to, you know. So I guess they're not oh. going to go with the global warming uh, narrative here? I mean, well, no, that's happening too. That's I mean, happening. It's like, well. I feel like it's a SpongeBob. That's meeting. also separate. They're yeah. doing that as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I Ron mean, unfortunately, people are going to die. Yeah, they are. Um, it's, you know. It, well, because we've already seen videos of people just on their boats planning to ride it out Yeah, I'm like, this on is the western side of Florida. Is, well, here's the thing is, so people think of Florida and they're like, oh, they take hurricane hits all the time. Now, they no. do on the Atlantic side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the Gulf the, side. A yeah. direct landfall on the Gulf side is exceedingly rare unless yeah. you're talking about up in the panhandle. Yeah. But if you're talking anywhere from, you know, north of Tampa down to Naples, a storm coming in at this angle and curving to the right to go right into land at a di- diagonal yeah. is very rare. Yeah. Um, and Should your parents just... live down there y- in, yeah. the, in the winter. Yeah, in the winter, yeah. Marco um, Island. Uh, which oh, yeah. they're getting yeah. lashed yeah. right now. Yeah. Don't worry, they um, got those tremendous hurricane-proof shutters <laughs> that's going to protect their property like no other. But like you know, the, <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people, God a lot of people on that side of the state, yeah, uh, are I don't want to say like too complacent about it, but since they haven't had a major hit yeah. like this in so long, yeah. You they feel have, like it's not going to happen. And yeah. they also don't have, like, it's not literally muscle memory, but, like, to people on the Atlantic side of Florida, like, they are used to doing this. Like, yeah, they have all the, prep they have all the yeah. plywood and all the boards yeah. in their garage or in a yeah. shed because they do this all the time. A little slower pace Whereas on the other side. people on the west yeah. coast of Florida are kind of take their time. ready. And a great point that uh, Governor DeSantis and others on his staff have been making is there are a ton, all these people that have moved to Florida from California, New York, other yeah. states, yeah. have never been through a hurricane before. Yeah. So for a lot of Floridians, this is, like, literally the first time they're in a hurricane 
and it, I mean it takes That's true I didn't it, even think of that it takes yeah. getting used to in a weird way to like know like okay you like turn these things off leave things running yeah. you board up this stuff you don't yeah. seal that you whatever and so it does you know there's people who are going to be caught a, off guard in a way yeah. even though we've known this is coming for like a week I, I saw a photo of the a, uh, there's a Jersey Mike's in a shopping center <laughs> new franchise just opened they weren't boarded up and apparently all the other all their neighbors of were course. like the guy's like yeah he's new <laughs> <laughs> basically like like okay goodbye well you that's know? the thing because yeah. unless you do unless you grow up with this or you've done it yeah. for many years as an adult like you don't yeah. think to do all this well 100% and you know it, like you said it's not like this is something that totally came out of the blue we saw this coming last week I think I mentioned yeah. on a week ago you Tuesday did. of last week yeah. there's a hurricane coming could be anywhere from the Gulf to Florida yeah. obviously it honed in on Florida mm-hmm. um, but the other thing on the DeSantis front mm-hmm. President Biden has yet to call Ron DeSantis Correct. Yeah, he's called all the mayors, I believe, but Three not of them, Ron. Or two Democrats. Which are Democrats. Democrats. The third is uh, it's a nonpartisan. Which is also a Democrat. Democrat, Democrat yeah. yeah, but not the governor of the state. By the way, no. did you know that Clearwater is filled with Mormons? Didn't know that. Yes. Until recently. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know that they ran it like a cartel down there. So I'm sure the mayor is well. The Mormonism is a cartel. I mean, <laughs> the Mormon cartel. Oh, I mean, yeah. they built Vegas. What are they trafficking? Mitt Romney, magic underpants. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that that's yeah. the real story, right? Yeah. Is sure. they fireproof, bombproof? I mean, no, I don't boltproof. Do yeah, 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 that's weird. Anyway, table. Joe Biden won't even <laughs> pick up the phone to call Ron DeSantis, despite the fact that he has time to call these mayors. He called them today, right before the White House briefing, and uh, in Monday's press briefing. Somebody asked, you know, has the president talked to Ron DeSantis about what he needs and how Florida's doing and what, you know, they're bracing for? And she was like, oh, no, I don't have anything to review and we don't have any calls scheduled, which, like, mm-hmm. you would think might be because it was the first day of the week. Biden had a full schedule hosting the Atlanta Braves that Kareem Jean-Pierre wants to have them change their name even though they were just how welcome. Ridiculous so the White that? House and Joe Biden was talking about literally how the Braves beat the Braves. Yeah. That is his quote, yeah. not mine. They really ground it out. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so then today in the briefing, there were additional questions because Corrine Jean-Pierre kicked off the briefing by saying uh, the president just got off the phone with the mayors of Clearwater, St. Petersburg, and Tampa. And obviously the follow-up was, oh, well, if you had time to talk to them, did he call the governor? And the answer is no. He apparently directed his FEMA administrator to reach out to the governor DeSantis and run the communications there and is evidently refusing to talk to Ron DeSantis. Well, we have that clip. Let's take a listen. And as far as the conversation, the president directed me to contact um, the uh, governor early on before we even did the declaration. I did that. My regional administrator is with the governor right now, making sure that we're understanding what the needs are and our focus is on the current life safety needs that need to be met. So this breaks all previous standards. Joe Biden has called other Republican governors. Well, yeah, I mean, but whenever a natural disaster like this is happening, the president calls the governor to at least just say, hey, let me know. Good luck. Yeah, good like, luck. Literally just yeah. like, if you need anything, yeah. we're here to help you. Good luck and Godspeed mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. And especially when you compare this to like everybody was like, oh, Trump's the like petty, childish, whatever, who won't do anything. He went out and like toured the fire damage in California with Gavin Newsom, who he has no reason to help because that yeah. was literally like those fires are because Democrats in California refuse to do any conservation stuff. And yep. so all of their wooded areas are just tinderboxes ready to go. Yep. Uh, and it's 100%. their total mismanagement of natural resources. But Trump still flew all the way out to California to go tour the damage and, like, ask how the federal government could be of assistance. And Joe Biden won't even pick up the phone and call Ron DeSantis and just be like, hey, good luck, buddy. It's too much work. Well, apparently. What else is yeah. he doing? And he probably forgot. 
that Ron DeSantis is. Well, that's true. And what, what was interesting <laughs> is the, the answer about how, well, Biden doesn't have any plans to call DeSantis, like, actually, apparently, like, raised red flags with a lot of even the mainstream reporters because there yeah. were, like, four follow up questions from multiple yeah. outlets being like, well, They're like, well, what do you he's mean? Talked yeah. Out, yeah. He's yeah. called other Republican governors after crises and disasters and whatever. Why not this one? And then they finally got to the point where they just asked his FEMA administrator, so are you saying. Because one of them asked rightfully the question, is there any concern that the lack of communication between the president and the chief executive of Florida is going to lead to problems in aid that is necessary being received? And she said no. And they, like, reworded it again to try to ask again. And she basically said that the president has no bearing on what FEMA does in Florida, which is kind of just, oh of, course, so many oh doesn't, of course, Biden doesn't know what's going on and is not involved in the yeah. response to this at all. It's He delegated it to FEMA so he could call his Democrat mayors in Florida yeah. and just has FEMA running all this. And yeah. he doesn't, I mean. Yeah. Well, didn't he have them some dumb event at the White House today, too? Today, I yeah. I saw him on TV yeah, doing some he, stupid shit. Yeah, he's. When realistically he should be working on the response to this, he, but apparently. To his credit, he selflessly canceled his event, his event scheduled in Florida this week, but that's because the Secret Service isn't going to fly into a hurricane. Yeah. Unlike some people we know. Unlike some people we know is right. Um, I don't know who you're talking no. about. <laughs> so, no. yeah, so that's going to be a huge story. And uh, it also caused the January 6th committee to postpone their hearing for Wednesday. If they were supposed to have were, a hearing. On TV? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh fucking my God. Is this the Ginny Thomas? Is it testimony? No, I don't know. Okay. Really? They, I mean, they, they're down to the limit. and they I'm have... surprised that they would let her go on TV, though. Oh, I don't know if she's doing it televised. Oh. Yeah, um, I don't okay. think that would be televised. Yeah, there's she no would way. destroy she that committee. You kidding him. me? Yeah. That would yeah. be a, a, yeah. a, a, a beating. Yeah, but they postponed it. Because they obviously, which again proves that this is not some urgent quest to stop a criminal. This is them getting attention. Because yeah. if it's so urgent that they release this information and they get their report done... They would mm-hmm. do it in D.C. when there's a hurricane in Florida because that doesn't affect them. But instead, they know they won't get any viewers, they won't get any media attention, and so they postponed it because they're all just a bunch of media flusies. True that. Uh, it's <laughs> so, yeah, prayers to all of our great friends down in yeah. Florida. And on the, the worst scenario here is that it crosses Florida, enters the Atlantic, regains a little bit of strength. And then slams into Georgia, so South Carolina, North Carolina, comes up the whole East Coast uh, with its remnants and causes severe flooding on the entire eastern seaboard, uh, as we've seen happen. I mean, remember last summer, mm. the remnants of Hurricane, I think it was Ida, another I name. You know that I is statistically the most retired name in all of hurricanes. Found that out this morning. Name three. Oh. Irma. Ida is not retired. Ivan? Ivan is probably retired. Yeah. I don't know about the other ones. Yeah. You brought it up, so I was just going to Yeah, well, I was Katrina? just interested. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's what, they want this to be DeSantis's Katrina. That's yeah, what they're aiming yeah. for here. Um, Wasn't the fallout, though, on the federal government for that one? Yeah, but Ray Remember Nagin heck of a job was, brownie? Ray Nagin was pretty bad, too. The mayor and I think all the, the Oh, Chocolate City? Yeah, Chocolate City, man. Yeah. Yeah. You, you went to jail. Yeah. For kickbacks. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Yeah. <laughs> Which, weren't you just telling me, like, last week that they just took the last FEMA trailer out of New Orleans? That was a joke. Oh. 
Okay, well, see, <laughs> see, when you're a news guy, I believe you. I believe you. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, if Spencer said it, it's got to be true. No, it's, uh, the media, they just lie to us all yeah, the time. Yeah, he's lying media over here. Lying media. You were talking about where the storm was going to go, and you said it might end up just barreling up into New Orleans again. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what a shame. They just got the last FEMA trailer out of there. I 100% believe that. Oh, my gosh. Thought that was it's a joke about how the bureaucracy sucks and is so slow. There's probably still FEMA trailers there. Absolutely. So, anyway. Prayers to all our friends down in Florida. Uh, moving on. What I say around here. Yeah, really. I Jeez, see that is fact. It's fact. Jeez. You say something. How many I'm people like, are right. even telling about this? I, 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 I basically told my whole family. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Before we cover some more news stateside, tremendous news out of Europe. Uh, the yes. homeland. Yes. The homeland Where's... has gone quote far right, and <laughs> to quote the yes. mainstream media, we're far right now. Yeah. To point out though, far right means. God, family, country. Yeah, conservative. Yeah. Uh, Literally, it's John McCain's campaign slogan from 2008 yeah, is yeah. now deemed Yeah, but now right. it's fascist Italy, so. So, yeah. You know, our uh, first woman prime minister. Yeah, Brothers of, of Italy. Italy. Cleaned yeah. up. Yeah, Fratelli d'Italia. Yeah. Uh, Georgia Maloney is going to be in charge. Yeah. She's uh, a little bit of a spitfire over yeah. there it's going to be interesting yeah. I think she's going to roll into these European meetings and yeah. just fuck these people over oh, so. they well, need you, it well you saw Ursula von later Hitler or whatever her name is <laughs> uh, she threatened the Italians right before the election she's like well if they elect these people we might have to sanction them <laughs> they said we might have to invade <laughs> <laughs> well, she's like the European Commission certainly has its measures and I'm like yeah, what are you yeah, talking what are you, about yeah, yeah, what army are you talking is about is it time for a night exit yeah, so, right. so, well, so they said exit they said uh, it's <laughs> the most far right government Italy has had since Mussolini and I'm like well, yeah, because every single government since Mussolini has been a leftist. Yeah. And clearly, that hasn't worked out. No, so hasn't. You literally have to be an inch to the right of center to be yeah. the farthest yeah. right since Mussolini. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I, hope she, I, hope, I just hope her government lasts more than 18 months, which, is the, which has been a, mm-hmm. it's been a turnstile Listen, of government. All I'm saying is not everything Mussolini did was terrible. So, uh, the trains. <laughs> the trains ran on time, which actually was a bit. Break out those black shirts. But they ran on time. Until they hung him upside down and then... Yeah, really terrible. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, terrible what happened to him. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and they killed his bitch whore uh, mistress, too. They, they they shot her the fuck up. and yeah, there was a and shock. Then, well, I mean, she. I guess she was just there by happenstance. I mean... Listen, back in the day... I mean, you just have to get, get rid of it. the wrong crowd. Yeah, you know, she's there. You know, maybe she was... Keep better company. But her... The reason they're calling her this is because she's just basically a conservative yeah. you know a right yeah. winger yeah. far right they say you know MAGA <laughs> yeah. extremist it's basically the foreign version of MAGA extremist or ultra MAGA dark um, MAGA forces yeah so I mean if you haven't already definitely check out some of her speeches we had them in uh, Matt's story at mm-hmm. townhall.com but uh, yeah I'm very excited about this I think I'm gonna have to go make a visit to the homeland get in with my people um, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll go be her like Propagandist. Oh, yeah. nice that Italian, is a job yeah. that you are literally like a for. nice Italian villa. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. Now I'm really thinking here. Arrest them all. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, who was it that uh, opposed this? Arrest them straight to jail. <laughs> you you just be reading a statement from yeah. the, the PM, and it'll yeah. be like, in terms of arrests, there have been many, and you're like, 
Well, Stone. I know who wrote this. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you have all been good. You're under arrest for crimes against the state. Yeah. <laughs> The official statement is bing bong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who is that? Look right, at my balls. Oh, Two my times. <laughs> backstage time. Here we come. We're coming backstage time. Uh, FBI corruption. Is that still a thing? Oh, uh, yeah. It's getting worse, <laughs> actually. I thought maybe. Did you write this one? The safety deposit box? That was Katie. That was Katie. That is a I crazy story. I could not believe Unreal. this story. This was, we got to ease the listeners into this because they will find this hard to believe. Yeah. The FBI lied to a judge in order to get what they wanted and yeah. raided a bunch of safety deposit boxes. Yeah. 1,400 yeah. They lied. I can't boxes. believe it. They're not supposed to do that. So basically, they just, they, they committed a bank robbery. Yes. This is the movie Heat, but with the, well, <laughs> but the Nero is an FBI agent. Because, because from the warrant, they had omitted a central part of their plan, which was permanent confiscation of everything inside every box containing at least $5,000 in cash or goods. Oh, yeah. What? Because a lot of people have safety deposit boxes with like a roll of nickels in it. Yeah. 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 That's literally every safety deposit box. There's no, there's <laughs> no, crazy. that doesn't exclude anything. And it, I mean, it's, again, why nobody trusts the FBI when they come out and they're like, we have definitive evidence and we got this warrant and this is why they're guilty. It's like, okay, yeah. did you lie on the warrant? Does the judge know that you lied yeah. on the warrant? Is any of this true? Right, right. How, yeah. Why would we believe the FBI? And this is, I mean, one yeah. of the Biden administration's biggest problems is that, like, it's not just Republicans, just normal Americans who are, like, lifelong Democrat voter union guys are like, this is clearly corrupt. This is nuts. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing is spiraling out of control. I mean, it seems that day by day, the DOJ, FBI situation just gets worse and worse and worse. You wrote about it today in your VIP column, yeah, so for yeah. all of our VIPs out there, you can read this at Town Hall, mm-hmm. about how the DOJ just needs to go. Yeah. And I mean, go, I mean, we need to clean like, the house and yeah. bring in... And it's like, we're not, they are making the, the case themselves for their total dissolution mm-hmm. regarding yeah. this, um, you know, busting down the doors of um, Mark Hawk yes. <laughs> in Philly uh, because some pro-abort... Um, <laughs> approached his son and verbally assaulted him, and he just pushed him back. Yeah, pushed him back. Apparently, That's a federal violation. Yeah, it's a face act violation, which protects you know um, abortion, abortion, abortion yeah. provider escorts, and because yeah. you know he's a Catholic activist in the Philly area who promotes you know yeah you know good Christian values among men, and uh, you know horrible terrorist apparently, and now well, you know turned himself in mm-hmm. to federal authorities prior to this raid, but no, the FBI came with thirty armed agents anyway and uh, dragged him out over the weekend. Can somebody pull the number of how many of the Antifa uh, rioters that were trying to burn down a federal courthouse in Portland got raided? Yep. Zero. Zero. Big donut. That's that's what I thought. Makes sense. I know. But devout Catholic Joe Biden is going to go after his... I got to go after these lapsed Catholics because I'm the only (laughs) real Catholic and people who are anti-abortion are not really Catholic so I got to go after them. Yeah. (laughs) It's just I'm Joe Biden. And this, and I, I mean, approve this message. I, approve this message. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot this message. Yeah. But this is, again, this whole, like, one of, I think a major point for conservatives and Republicans, specifically campaigning in addition to everything else, is just, like, looking at the two Americas that we now are all stuck in. Yeah. Because if you're a Democrat loyalist, and especially if you're an elite Democrat, you can do anything, get away with it. Look at it's Hillary so Clinton, true, look yeah. at John Kerry, look yeah. at all these people, the Abedin, yeah. Anthony Weiner, whatever. Yeah. And then if you're, like, a Catholic family man trying to live out your faith 
you get raided by the FBI, raided. you face federal charges, yeah. and whatever. And same with, I mean, if you look at it again back in the summer of 2020, if you're a leftist who's rioting, mass mandates, like, nothing matters. But yeah. if you're a church trying to meet during the pandemic, you get raided by the California state police yeah. and all this other stuff. And it's like, when, yeah. like, again, Democrats keeping, like, Republicans want a civil war. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe stop treating half the country like we're not in the same country yeah. with you. And stop using the FBI as, as your Gestapo. Yes. Because it's now, it's because Trump is like the aircraft carrier and they're sneaking everything in through the back door, like going after ordinary citizens, 1,400 yes. deposit boxes. And they're getting the, 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 the fact that the judge signed off on it creates a precedent now yep. for even more surveillance power. So technically mm-hmm. now the FBI and DOJ have near universal search power. Yeah. You know what I'd be interested so in So like what's out? the point of search warrants now? You know Seriously. What, you know what I'd be interested in finding out is when the first time... We talked about on this show yeah. the two standards of justice in this country. Because yeah. how long have we been talking oh, about the two that? separate rules? Oh since, my god! Since what Mueller and yeah. and yep. and the whole Russia game? Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is getting ridiculous now, and now it's just escalating further and further and further because yeah. they have control of the entire government. Yep. Yeah, and now they're not afraid of any nope. consequences. Uh, they got tank teams out the wazoo, oh my God, again, analyzing uh, all these documents. Many, which, again, is which why... Which are unrelated to the many, search warrants. How many taints can they examine? Oh, that's many, what I want to know. Many, But that's why, for Republicans who are in the national spotlight and they have this commitment to America thing that they rolled out that's very just generic, um, but they keep talking about, like, well, if Republicans have a majority they will start the oversight that is so desperately needed, clearly, over everything that the Biden administration and the sort of executive branch, deep state, whatever you want to call it, administrative state, have been doing. They need to be serious about that because if they get power and then they continue to let this stuff happen, nothing will ever get better and everything is just going to keep getting worse and you're going to have, instead of safety deposit boxes, it's going to be like your bank account was, you know, emptied out by federal authorities because they saw that you donated to the NRA in, you know, 1994. Yeah. (laughs) In which case, I am in trouble. You bought an American flag. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, and and that's not even hyperbole, but the American flag thing is barely even hyperbole because you had that situation where looking out for extremists and included things like the Gazden flag flag, and whatever else, and it's like... Well, I'm fucked because my license plate is a Gazden flag. (laughs) I have a Gazden flag hanging in my room. My laptop case has a Gazden flag. I mean, Your laptop right now says Great MAGA King. Yeah. Yeah. Trouble. The Great MAGA King 2024. That laptop is about to be FBI property. Yeah, Yeah. turn your podcast. This this could be our last episode before the police are called. You remember there was a whole NPR segment on how us and Larry Elder were... uh, Oh, yeah. Remember Larry Elder was the black white supremacist, Clayton Bixby. And then we were the insurrectionists that were aligned with him. Yeah, we were basically like Radio Mil Colleen. They literally had some like fucking NPR taxpayer-funded piece of shit listening to us to get a clip of me saying that January 6th was an inside job, and I will still hold that to this day. Well, where is the bomber? Oh, no. That's what I Where's where's the bomber? I think those are two different... Question. <laughs> they can find the 84-year-old grandma yeah. with cancer and send yeah. her to jail for four years, but they can't find yeah. the guy who planted the pipe bombs. No. You know why? No. Because the person who planted the pipe bombs works for the Fed. Definitely. Okay. They can, yeah, track, the, track, yes. track the shirt of the, someone who was... I think and then bullshit. find them three months later, arrest them, send them to jail, but they can't find But the anyway, bombs. they're doing this with guns. 
Yes. On the credit cards. Yep. They're already doing Welcome it. Welcome to the so gun registry. It's if coming. you're buying guns, cash. Cash, cash, cash. Which is just another front in this whole, like, two tiers of justice, yeah. two tiers of everything. They're now creating two separate economies where you either have economic freedom to do and buy yeah. and act as you want. And yep. the system where everything you do is tracked because yep. you're problematic and what you're yeah. doing, the Democrats you don't You have like. to pass a litmus test. Right. Well, and that's why I've always said I am super against the idea of going to a cashless society because once you do that, and the and the Fed runs these digital currencies, right? Because they're about to launch a U.S. digital cryptocurrency. Is essentially what they're going to do. Oh, great! Which is going to be the value of a dollar. Yeah. But their goal is to get you in the system, and then they just go to Chinese it? social credit system. Yeah. It's exactly what China yeah. did. I mean, yeah. it's it's well, a playbook. You had Biden's nominee for the com- office of the Comptroller of the Currency say that she wanted to get rid of private bank accounts, yeah, oh, yeah. and everybody just has an account that the government oversees. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even know. It's funny when Saul I was Leo Marova? Yeah, when I was. When I was younger, I always thought it was the weirdest thing, but uh, my late grandfather used to just keep money in coffee cans stashed around the house, and I was always like, "What the heck, Grandpa? Like, when, how do you what? How do you use this? Like, what is the point?" He's like, and his answer to me was always something to the effect of, "Like, well, they won't know I have it if it's in that coffee yeah, can." And I was like, true. "Okay," and now I'm like. He was 100% right, and well, I yeah. start using coffee cans. And now look at what they're doing. They're, you know, they're taxing Venmo transactions and looking at your bank accounts. It's yeah. like, when does it end? I mean, Never. those, those 87,000 new IRS agents, they're not going to come after oh. you. Know, well, no, remember they're not auditing anybody who makes under $400,000. Right. Just yeah. like nobody making $400,000 yeah. or less. Yeah. We'll see a penny more in yeah. taxes. Yeah, no, they're just taking Fat assault chance. rifles yeah. with the use of deadly force. I'm like, oh, what is that Oh, for? yeah, it was shoot to kill. Yeah, 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 shoot to kill authority. It's like, you know, yeah. James Bond over <laughs> here. Do you want to work for the IRS? Well, are you legally allowed to carry a gun? Yeah. Are you willing to carry a gun? And are you willing to use deadly force with a gun? Oh, you're perfect to be a bean counter. This is for that Venmo charge. <laughs> One, you know, they have to do this because the economy is getting so desperate. And we've now entered our, the economy is total trash segment. Oh, yes. evergreen. Great. Uh, so. Bear market. The, the stock market is just fucked. Okay. <laughs> it is down $7.6 trillion Build back since better. Biden yeah. took office, right? So that's what and I now, call better. Yeah. Put that number, right, mm-hmm. into context with... Inflation, that number should be much less, okay? Yeah. And they're printing money out their ass still yeah. after having passed tons of stimulus. So if you really adjusted the market, right, to what it should be right now, we'd be down even probably 20 to 30% more than it is yeah. now. So the economy... <laughs> Great. I mean, just that base figure. Yeah. He lost a quarter of the gross national product of the United States in, a thou- in less than a thousand days. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you can't say that, you know... The, remember, but remember Storm, this is the greatest economic comeback of, of all time that he's presented okay. over. According to Karine Jean-Pierre this week, she also said this on Monday, the stock market is just one facet of mm-hmm. the oh, economy. Yeah. Um, but, of course, is ignorant of the fact that all these hardworking Americans who spent the last 40 years on the job hoping to retire yeah. soon... Just got totally screwed over. Yeah. Because their four hundred one k's are now worth Gone. less than a McDonald's yeah. gift card. Yeah, exactly. Now they got to mow lawns until they're eighty five. Remember when Queen Jean Pierre, or I think it was like in May, so ancient political history, when one of the market dips happened, and her answer was, "That's not something we keep a close eye yeah. on." Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. I think they're probably looking at it now. Yeah. They're just ignoring it, but they're looking at it. Well, that's and and, and you know now they're trying to pivot and say. Well, the market's not that important, and 
but people are realizing these losses, right? Mm-hmm. People log into their 401k and see, oh, my God, yeah. 20% of my money's gone. Or, similar to the meme that I sent you earlier today, they're sitting there with their brokerage account open like I have been, just watching it get, like, raped like this was a, you know, a Somali village back oh, in the no. 90s. <laughs> I mean, this is out of control. I think they're going to say, like, the Congo. Well, that's who, or Rwanda, any of that shit down there, any of of that savage shit down there, that's what's going on to our accounts because of Joe Biden. And all of this was avoidable because we saw the recession coming, we saw the inflation coming, but apparently the the best and brightest economists in this country, including Brian Deese, who's like 12 years old, and he's the chair of the National Economic Council. Putin's fault. Brian Deese. Putin, yeah. Putin, Putin, Putin. Remember? Notice how he's disappeared uh, yeah, because he's because, useless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May I call everyone's attention back to November November 8th, 2021. MSNBC oh. opinion piece. Why the inflation we're seeing now is a good thing. A good oh, thing, yeah. It's a yeah. good thing. Oh, yeah. The well, entire remember, remember. mainstream Democrat media complex was in on this with the Biden administration, saying this is transitory, yep. this is a good thing, it's proof that the economy is roaring back to life. First, and it, it has was, now completely fallen apart. Well, yeah. First, it was, it's not happening, yeah. right? Then it was, it's transitory, right? Then it was, it's happening, but it's a good, good thing. thing. Yeah. Then it was, oh, my God, this is terrible. We need to do something. And they reacted eight months too late to it by the Fed standards. And they did not raise the rates as much as they need to. So now they're behind the ball consistently on it. The CPI is going to continue well, to print high. And, and it also provided them a reason to pass the August uh, in, in Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah, I was going to say, which, they, they passed yeah, the Inflation yeah, Reduction Act. Which, they're reducing that, inflation. Which, which quickly became the climate change bill. Biggest climate action which, ever. Yeah, does it reduce inflation, perhaps makes it worse, yeah. and increases the deficit. Yes. And forces the government yes. into all this nonsense, uh, which, green stuff that yeah. doesn't work. Which, in the minds of Democrats, means that there's going to be massive growth. And it's a masterclass in how they manipulate the mainstream media to parrot their talking points yep. to get something done. Yeah. And then afterwards, they admit, never mind, we yeah. lied to you. Yes. Yeah. And Chuck Schumer was tweeting about it being the largest climate yeah. uh, legislation ever passed by the Senate, even before it was passed. Yeah. Yep. Paul Krugman said the Democrats <laughs> saved the world with this bill. Yeah, well, maybe not. <laughs> Interestingly, though, this Thursday, we do get the third estimate of second quarter GDP. Oh, Lord. Uh, which will be interesting, because we saw the first one was bad, the second estimate was, like, a little bit improved, and so this third one... Well, the interesting thing is that, like, anyone that's asked that is actually interested in not lying... About are we in a recession says absolutely yes. Yeah. Yes. The banking CEOs all said yes. They're all like, like guys, wake the hell yeah. up. What is the, happening? There was yeah. some woman who was asked this who was like not a I think she might have been a Fed official. And it oh. was like I think it was the first Fed official to openly say yes, we're in a recession. We're only like I'd say a couple weeks away from Powell saying officially we are in a recession. The inflation is getting out of control. He, he almost said he it last almost, week. Yeah, he was... Th- it's going to be really yeah. fun. And well, that's yeah. what caused that massive crash. Yeah. But, but it's going to be really fun to see what happens if Powell does finally come out and say we're in a recession and the White House still doesn't... Obviously, yeah. doesn't want to admit it right before the midterms. Yeah. So then what's going to happen? Yeah. You're going to have Joe Biden firing on his own. We're going to see periods of slow growth. Well, they keep pointing to... Oh, my God. Which the, is... The, <laughs> no, well, technically, it has to be negative growth well, for it to be a recession. Well, I mean, he was basically like beating yeah, around the he, bush. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, he wanted to fucking say that. Well, yeah, he, a and, recession. And, but yeah. the funny part is, right? The Fed is supposed to be independent. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah, okay. Um, it's going well. 
the funny thing is they point to unemployment rate. Okay, well, look at the labor participation rate. Yeah. Awful. Terrible. Awful. Yeah. Okay. And on that point, I have covered every jobs report since I started at Town Hall last April. Forever. And every single, like, the White House is lying every single time, obviously. But all you have to do is literally go look at the report. I put it in every story on Friday mornings when these come out. It shows how many jobs we are still down from pre-COVID February 2020 numbers. Yep, yep. And, like, build, we have not built back, let alone better, is the thing I put in every story. Because it's like, <laughs> this is all a lie. Yeah. Because we're still down, depending on the sector and what industry, down, like, tens of thousands of positions still from where we were before. But again, it's the greatest economic yeah. recovery oh, yeah. in history. Well, it's just so and easy whole... to debunk that whole thing. Because yeah. the amount of people who have record credit card debt right now is yep. through the roof. The amount of people leaving paycheck to paycheck yep. through the roof. The amount of people with record low savings through the roof. All of those things tied together equals economic disaster. Yeah. And that's what we're going through right now. And it's not going to get any better. And most of those jobs numbers are just people returning to their pre-COVID positions yes. of employment. So they're, just, they're coming back to the office. One thing <laughs> that they also overcount is people getting two jobs. Yeah. Because they now need two yeah. jobs to be able to afford what they used yeah. to before. Because wages are negative when yeah. you factor mm-hmm. in inflation. Well, Which, and there's some, like they don't, the jobs report doesn't, actually look at this but there's anecdotal evidence that a lot of the jobs added are people who were stay-at-home moms or who were retired yep returning to the workforce or getting that job because again they can't afford gas can't groceries afford gas school yeah. whatever for yeah. their kids if they and energy prices obviously just yeah. like home heating whatever it's mm-hmm. getting close to winter a lot of people there there may be better jobs reports as we head into the holidays because people will pick up those part-time jobs where it's just seasonal you work at target from yeah. black friday through new year's and you make a couple hundred dollars every month in order to help maybe pay down some of the credit card debt or expand the paycheck to paycheck gap that keeps well mansion got fucked yes i was waiting if there was gonna be a breaking news segment oh love it breaking news the joe mansion the scumbag piece of shit that stabbed us all in the back and stabbed america in the back for the deal that he got no deal no deal. After no, all that, no deal. after all it. that, wow! Yep. Because the Democrats said that they wouldn't pass it, so now he's trying to blame Putin too, because of oh the inflation and the energy crisis, and uh, they're so they're passing a continuing resolution this evening. Apparently, is the plan now. Yep. Um, so yeah, he did all of that. Totally went back on his word. Probably lost his job for a deal that never actually happened. Yep. Oh, great. Well done. Yeah. That's the art of the deal right there. <laughs> that is top notch. Um, yeah. Speaking of energy crises, it's going to be real bad this winter, so prepare. If you use heating oil in your home, I would recommend filling that tank right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, guess what? Hmm. Gas prices are going back up. <gasps> I was told that gas prices were going to keep going down forever and ever. I thought it was going to be free eventually. Well, especially given that we're raiding the Strategic Petroleum Reserve at a rate of 8.5 million barrels per day, Ugh. which is still not keeping gas prices down. They're yeah. going back up. So, that's great. We're good. We're doing really well there. It's not good. Not great, it's not no. good. That was another question that came up in the briefing yeah. today was with Joe Biden bringing the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to its lowest level in like more than three and a half decades. Is there concern? Because the reason we had that is, again, for emergencies like a Hurricane Ian hitting the Gulf Coast or hitting Florida or something and taking out of commission all these drilling rigs and refineries, whatever. And they were like, oh, we don't have any concern. And then the second time it was asked in a different way. And they were like, well, we have to see how severe Ian is. I'm like, so you don't actually know whether we have enough oil in the reserves 
for a hurricane. And also, what about the next one? God forbid. Or another one, or another one after that. What are we going to do? Well, it's interesting you say another one after that, because there is going to be another one after that. And it's going to happen probably sometime uh, late second week of October. There's going to be another storm that's going to set up similar to this. It's going to threaten the United States. So... Hmm. Great, great situation we've put ourselves into here yeah. because Joe Biden's really great at managing things. In terms of oil, we are soon to have no oil. That's pretty much where we're at. Cool. Uh, meanwhile, Russia oh. is spiraling out of control, <laughs> uh, threatening nukes, full mobilization. We've got Ukraine still. We're pumping billions of dollars, and then we're oh, twelve billion more yeah. in the bill tonight. By the oh. way. To them. Ah. Our people are starving. The border's overrun with illegals being invaded. U.S. service members are being told to go on food stamps. Yep, that's exactly what I was yeah. about to say. Yeah. So, we can't feed our troops, but we can send them $12 billion. Yeah, Joe Biden is trying to, like, recreate the, like, starving winter during the Revolutionary War when nobody had anything to eat. And we were cold because we didn't have any yeah. heat and everything else. For more perspective, we want to give Ukraine $12 billion while the U.S. Border Patrol year budget, the annual budget, $4.9 billion. Ah. Well, perhaps Ukraine could secure our southern border for us. Well, maybe. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> well, everyone knows how I feel about Ukraine. So, it's not going um, well. Plus, Ukraine is now piping up and voicing concerns about the Iran nuclear deal. Uh, which I'm like, one thing at a time, please. Well, it's interesting you bring Iran up because I actually did want to talk about that. Yeah. Something that is kind of floating under the radar, there may be full revolution over there before a new deal even gets done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so there's a question of, are these revolutionaries good or bad? Yeah. Right? Because whoever takes control either is going to be better for U.S. relations or could be fucking more insane. Yeah. Because yeah. you always run that risk. Could of, be like nuke now. That was yeah. like when they were talking about getting rid of Putin. I'm like, well, you always run that Careful. risk that some yeah, more exactly. extremist comes to power, yeah. especially because now Iran definitely has nukes. I mean, that's yeah. there's no doubt. Well, I think the problem, too, is like all of the like the protests and the unrest started as an entirely very much like an Arab Spring sort of thing, where it's yeah. just like very grassroots. Uh, it's these women who are protesting the fact that there are morality police ro- roaming the streets in Tehran and wherever, brutally beating women for having like a strand of hair sticking out of their hijab. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And if you are not wearing one, they just kill you in the street. Yeah. And the videos that have somehow made it out of there, despite the fact that the government has shut off the internet, shut off, trying to basically make sure the world doesn't know this is happening, mm-hmm. the videos that have come out are mortifying. Yeah. And it's like, it, I mean, it sounds like the soundtrack to like a horror film because it's just like these blood-curdling screams of women trying to run away from these men. Keep in mind, again, this is all happening while well, here in the United States, the feminists are still mad at Donald Trump for yeah. being some sort of lunatic. Mad and I'm like, tweets. why aren't you speaking out and supporting these women who are fighting for literally just the right to not wear a headscarf? They, they can't don't verify want to. the videos, so they're not right. going to comment. But what's interesting uh, in reading some of the other analysis of the videos and things that have come out is there are a lot of people involved in these protests that they haven't seen in previous ones. So you've got old women who are in the streets taking part Good. in this. Yeah. You've yeah. got men who are taking part in this. Yeah. And I think there's just this general discontent in general with the Iranian regime and all that they're doing and the fact that the regime is the reason they got cut off from the world economy. Yeah. And so I think the root of all the unrest are the good guys, but I do fear that Due to the unrest, the people who are going to take over vacuum could be worse guys. Yeah. Could be worse. Yeah, because it's like these like 
I saw this one video, this old woman, like, screaming in Farsi or whatever, like, <laughs> screw the Ayatollah or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I think she should be in charge. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think it's going to be her. Yeah. She, like, just, ripped, she yeah. ripped off her hijab and was just, like, screaming at whatever the, like, yeah. the Farsi equivalent is, F-U. Let's uh, just wait and see. Because remember, in 09, that Green Revolution occurred, and um, there was some arrests, there were some protests, some people died. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Ayatollah remains. Yep. So, uh, yeah, remains, I agree. Excuse me. So but if you think about it, I mean, they got this through a revolution. So they clearly did. the people, yeah. obviously, it's a different generation. But, like, they've done it before. Yeah. They could. It's, I mean, I wish it could be restored to what it was before. Oh, the Shah? Because it would be a massive ally for the United States. Yeah. A critical yeah. place and yeah. would yeah. open up normalized relations with Israel Bring and everything else. And, and it would be great. I mean, when you look at pictures. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> it looks yeah. like Manhattan. Yeah. And now. The women were chilling. Yeah. Not so yeah. much anymore. Yeah, <laughs> people are nuts. Strand of hair can get and again, killed. The way the mainstream media in the United States talks about Ron DeSantis and how he's playing with fire by quoting scripture in his stump speech, and yeah. Donald Trump is an enemy of women and all this stuff. Talk about religious religious fanatics and absolute insane misogyny and sexism that literally just denies the human humanity of women in Iran. Why aren't why isn't this a bigger story? Mm. If we're well, so concerned about religious fanatics. Go talk to Iran. Yeah, it, the thing, the thing Lost over there roots. is like, well, it's just as you know, the, the feminists. It's like, oh yeah, th- that's real bravery. Oh yeah, not your yes. oh my god, I want to yeah. cut my tits off. Yeah, bullshit. I can't kill my baby. Oh, yeah, I can't yeah. kill my baby yeah, yeah. right the second before it's born. I yeah. mean, like this is just ridiculous. It is nuts. It's so annoying, and I mean, it's all these left wing yeah. groups. I mean, like human rights. Well, you, you, they cannot attack. Muslim communities. We've, we've talked about this for years. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's really it, it's the weirdest. It's a paradoxical coalition because it's they're protecting a group of people generally mm-hmm. who are not very keen on women's rights or gay rights, and yeah. yet uh, you know don't don't attack them. Well, and if anything, it's, it's enabled Islamophobia. And, it's enabled and reinforced by liberal elitists in the United States because look at any time a uh, female leader from the United States goes anywhere in the Arab world. They put on a hijab yeah. because oh, yeah. we want to be polite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anytime a mainstream journalist goes over there and does an interview with one of these people, yeah. cover up because they you know we don't up. want to offend them. And I'm like, maybe you should offend them. And yeah, I mean, like we yeah. wanted to do an interview, but they wouldn't sit down with me, a like Emmy award winning journalist from the United States, yeah. because I refuse to cover my head. Yeah, like how about that? Recurring theme as I said from the beginning, Islam is incompatible with Western civilization. It's yeah. just never gonna be. God so. Is. You know, it's got to be something that's going to just need to be, you know, taken care of. Oh, boy. um, (laughs) You're going to, you're going to become the propaganda head in Italy, and then you're going to launch a whole new uh, crusade, aren't you? Well, I will say, that's one of the things I really love about my lady over there. She hates, hates (laughs) Islam, especially (laughs) the illegals that come over from Africa that are Muslim. She's like, oh, my God. Fuck those people. Well, you know, because you know who she's, you know who her coalition is with, right? Salvini. Is Salvini, the one who famously said, the only time these people will ever see Italy is on a postcard after he sent the ships from Africa back to where they fucking came from. I mean, is that a real quote? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, he said, when he was deputy prime minister, he's like, the only way these people are seeing it. And he went down to the, you know, the coast. Yeah, the 
yeah. right at the bottom where it's closest near to Africa and these migrant ships were coming over these rickety fucking boats yeah. and he had the Italian Navy send them the fuck back yeah, he's like, and then the reporter yeah. yeah the reporter he yeah. said the only people the only place these people will see Italy is on a postcard yeah. oh unfortunately God. for him though he, he his party did suffer a disastrous but result now, and he, come back he, to power. He, he might have to go though no, as, a, as a head of his party, her party, Brothers of Italy, is like the undisputed leader of the of the block. But his his party in general did did not do too well. Yeah, but he's still you gonna know? be like her deputy prime minister. I he hope so. I, no, no, no. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I hope he leaves, but they he's essentially facing... ran on the platform. Oh members, yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Um, what else? Speaking of illegals, just real briefly, uh, guess who Pete Buttigieg blames for Biden's border crisis? This was an interesting one. I couldn't. I had to like actually like take a second and read this. Ron, yeah. is it Ron DeSantis? Yes, Ron DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make it up. A man who shares what no border with Mexico yeah. is the reason there are so many illegal immigrants. His justification is that because when Ron DeSantis was a member of Congress all those years ago. They didn't fix the border permanently <laughs> and pass comprehensive immigration Whose administration this stopped the border wall? Yeah. <laughs> yeah why not? What yeah. a dummy. All right. The well, mayor of South Bend has some thoughts about... Who couldn't fix potholes. Yeah, has some And uh, couldn't fix our supply chain because he was out on paternity leave. Yeah. Let's not forget and that. Almost, and almost let the railway uh, strike, uh, the rail strike <laughs> yeah. happen. Yeah. That's, no, that's, that's totally somebody who I want to be at the yeah. head of the negotiating table yeah. since the beginning of fucking spring. <laughs> All right, so we got our election segment here. Yeah, uh, elections time. A little bit of a wave watch we got going here. Red wave, maybe, hopefully. Thoughts. Time will tell. <laughs> yeah. It's all going to come down to which party gets the most votes. That is 100% true. Mm-hmm. Turnout, turnout, turnout. <clears throat> but the one economy thing that, stupid, maybe? Well, I, I, uh, well, so there's a big, there's a big shift happening. It's the crime, yeah. Because the Democrats for the past few months were like, oh yeah, rah rah, abortion, abortion, yeah, we got, we we got the wind to our backs. Well, now we get past Labor Day, as we talked about. Oh, and then you know, and everybody realizes the economy's fucked, (laughs) the border's being invaded. Yeah. Biden doesn't know where he is 96.5% yeah. of the time. Inflation is still uh, high. Yeah, the, the still economy got, is just still fucked. got violent crime. Yeah, yeah the economy is the, the crime wave. Yeah. The crime wave. Yeah. China is the targeting education. our children with candy fentanyl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The fe- well, and I was reading an interesting thing about this the other day. Just a quick side note. So there's, there's significant concern among parents, and I think it's well-founded. I didn't even think of this, but... There's concern that because they're using candy to traffic fentanyl, that there is a severe risk that batches of it may make it out into Halloween candy, and that kids may end up overdosing, like, in mass. Well, yeah, because it takes, literally, if they just open the container and, like, sniff right. it, you'll die, right. basically. Just touching it. Yeah. yeah. And, and then oh, someone geez. was like, well, parents should have Narcan. What? At, uh, you know, oh, candy for God. Halloween. And I'm like... Sounds crazy, but like, is it that crazy? I remember. Jesus, bring back the razor blades and the almond joy. At least you can fucking say, save us on safer. I the good old days where it was just like, <laughs> we had razor blades have, like, like, <laughs> have like a magnet to check the candy before you let your kids, you know, eat it or like cut it in, cut into it in case there's a needle or yeah. a razor blade. And I'm like, well, shit. Well, first it was, you know, razor blades. That was like when we were kids. Yeah. yeah. And then, then it was pot candy. And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. you know, that's pretty harmless. And <laughs> injecting bleach. Now, now it's like 
fentanyl yeah. in a can. You're like, what that the is fuck? Like, if yeah. you're looking at a trend line of, like, danger, yeah. it's, like, kind of even. From, like, yeah. From, like, yeah, dangerous like to, like, DEFCON fuck. Yeah. It's, it's a perfect just, microcosm of the Biden administration. Yeah, it really too, is. So. Is this a sweet tart? <laughs> so hopefully that doesn't happen. Oh, my but. gosh. Well, now I'm scared. Yeah, now I'm scared now. Like, do you even buy candy? this year, but I'm scared to, like... I was about to say, would you trick-or-treating? No, but, like... People have it's sweet bowls. Tarts. Just don't buy sweet tarts. People have bowls of candy everywhere. Yeah, just and stick so, with like, the chocolate. If I'm stick with the chocolate. At a meeting downtown, and somebody has a bowl of candy, what if I just reach my hand in and Oof. die? If it's chocolate, you're okay. Are we sure? I don't know. I don't know. We we'll don't find out. We don't know that they made it look like sweet tarts. Watch until that change it was too in late. Until hey, that, yeah, yeah that's Watch sure. three days from now. They the chocolate got fucked. Watch that. Watch that oh my god! Next. If they take my chocolate from me, I'm going down to Mexico <laughs> and single handedly taking out these cartels. Okay. <laughs> Rambo, Rambo Seven. So anyway, back to the election it's section. Stormbo, <laughs> yeah, Stormbo, Stormbo. Back to the election segment we've got here. Oh, are we talking about that? Yeah, Red Wave. The, the liberals, yeah, hopefully Red Wave. The liberals love this poll, right? The Washington Post ABC oh. News poll. They love it. Always, yeah, it gets, it's just them. Gets the rocks. It's off, them man. in a room by themselves with this poll. Yeah, they love it. Not so much this time because the <laughs> generic ballot is now R plus five among likely voters. Well, that's a wave. Um, which yeah would undoubtedly be a wave. That's that'd a wave. Be, that feels be, wavy. That'd yeah. be forty seats, I think, in the yeah. house. Um, I, I think for each point on the generic, we're probably talking about six to eight seats. Yeah, probably essentially. Well, the fact that we've got all these like races out in you know Portland and Seattle where yeah. Republicans are competitive, yeah, should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. And I mean the poll, that weird like three week news cycle we had where it was like, oh, there is no red wave. Democrats are yeah. gonna expand their majority. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was the, it was like, where is this coming yeah. from? And they had like two polls that they could point to. It was an NBC one that was just complete trash. It was awful. Yeah. And then there were a bunch of subsequent stories having to explain why that was all wrong. And they're like, well. It is pollsters talking about it. And they're like, well, you know, in 2016, we didn't see Trump winning. And, uh, you know, 2018, we had Democrats overplaying. And in 2020, you know, we didn't have Biden as yeah. high up as he was. There were issues, and we're not sure we're, we fixed them. So I'm well, like, well, what have you been doing yeah, no. yeah, that's for the last why, six years? And, you know, I say I basically only uh, follow Trafalgar polls because they're really the only ones that have proven a track record of being able to predict Mm-hmm. like effectively what the yeah. electorate's going to be because that's what it comes down to with a yeah. poll is you need to be able to predict the demographics and the makeup of who's going to actually turn out to vote that's yeah. really all it is um, another interesting tidbit from that poll before we move on uh, way underwater with independence Joe Biden is you know, 60% disapprove not yeah. good um, also not good Rick uh, Republican generic winning on Hispanic and independence oh, so nice. I mean if that happens it's it's red yeah. Tsunami. Yeah. As Trump would say, yeah. it's a tsunami. It's a tsunami. Um, just in time for him to announce that he's running for president again. Um, what else we got here? Oh, Jen Psaki. Oh. Yeah. This just when one. you thought we were rid of her. Mm-hmm. Well, this you know, she's in her new big uh, money gig with the Democrats over on uh, NBC, right? She's not even on for? the channel. It's on Peacock. P what? <laughs> um, <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> It is not a great name for a streaming service, even though I purchased it. But. It's the logo. It's their logo. It's not their fault. Listen, there's they weren't going to call it. They weren't going to call it Bird. <laughs> it would have been better. If Turn it on was the Bird. Like NBC Bird. Streaming. NBC Bird. Yeah. Um, all right, roll that clip, Mr. Producer. 
Yeah, I look, I think that Democrats, if the election is about uh, who is the most extreme, um, as we saw, you know, Kevin McCarthy touch on there with Marjorie Taylor Greene, I'll say her name, sitting over his left side, then they're going to win. Mm -hmm. um, if it is a referendum on the president, they will lose. And they know that. They also know that crime is a huge vulnerability for Democrats. I would say one of the biggest vulnerabilities. So, yes. She's, even she says, if the election yeah. is a referendum on Joe Biden, they will lose. <laughs> Which um, is so funny, because now, like, now she can finally be honest, because yeah. obviously for the whole time she was the press secretary, she had to be like, well, it's not that serious, it's not that bad, everybody's making stuff up, it's, you know, Republican fear-mongering, whatever, and now that she is not working under Joe Biden, she's like, oh yeah, if, if this is about him, they're done. It's like, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, well, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see if people take that into account because, like, I don't see how... Someone the other day said to me, how can you possibly vote for any Democrat after seeing what they have done to this country? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I can't answer that question, but anybody who I think does at this point is either just willfully ignorant <laughs> or... You know, I mean... Well, I think anybody who does buy into the Democratic Party line... Retarded? Yeah, I was going to say that, but, you know. No. Anybody at this point who is, be, who is being swayed by Democrat campaign points or whatever is just only voting based on their own emotion and not actually on what logically makes sense as for, like, what's good, not just for themselves, but for the country. It's, mm -hmm. like, the only reason you, you'd be, like, you watch Joe Biden's speech in Philly and you're like, oh, my gosh the fascists are going to take over. Yeah. We have to vote for yeah. Democrats. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> or like, they're going to, you know, they're going to ban women, basically. is like what the Democrat <laughs> argument is. Like, there will be no more women. <laughs> women are canceled. The majority. And it's just, it. I mean, it's ridiculous. But I, there are always going to be a number of people who are like, yes, well, we've got to vote for Democrats because the Repu yeah. the, our democracy, they don't even call it the Republic because they think we're a democracy. Yeah. Yeah. Democratia. Yeah. <laughs> This country, man. We, yeah. we need a uh, Ms. Maloney here. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. She's just her. Just her. No courts, no Congress, just her. Yeah? Mm. There you go. Even Spencer's saying no. yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. You know, when we get video, uh, we're going to see. Okay, okay. Liz Chain, <laughs> this bitch, she sucks. We all know she sucks. However, she's taking it to a whole new level. Take a listen to this outrageous clip. Uh, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that Carrie Lake is not elected. So, does that include campaigning for Democrats if that's what it takes? Yes. It does. Okay, there you go. So I mean, now she's yeah. just promoting she's, Democrats. She's, just, she's a Democrat. She's, she's a Democrat. Democrat. Well, yeah. Apparently, she's going to become an independent and run for president, is what I heard. So oh, that, that well, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. All that does is split the Democrat vote and give Donald Trump another term. Yeah. yeah. There are so, no Republicans who are like, well, let's yeah. give Liz Cheney a chance as yeah. an independent. It's like Evan yeah. McMuffin or whatever yeah. his name is. It's like, yeah, we like Liz Cheney. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? In that case, if, it's, if it helps us, <laughs> Liz Cheney 2024. Yeah. I mean, it, like, literally, it would. Like, it would only split off. Yeah. There would be some independents that she would pull in, uh, but it would mostly split the Democrats. And vote. maybe two or three people from the Bulwark? All the Bulwark. All the Bulwark. I'm all just kidding. I'm kidding. All the Bulwark. Fuck all the of Bulwark. them. Fuck the dispatch from all of them. All the way. Um, <laughs> Carrie Lake's response was great. <laughs> oh, so God. You yeah. know what I love, Carrie? Yeah. Her, her firebrand is what we need, and I think that... I think she's going to win. She can put her, you know, some little bit questionable stuff past... If she could put that fully behind her, 
and really go full steam ahead. I think she has, man. I it's think it's so tied, too. and I think have she. You, I think she can win. Have you seen her new ad? Which one? Carrie Lake's. No. Okay, so Carrie Lake actually, I think it was today, launched her first uh, TV ad buy in Arizona, and it's basically like the Carrie Lake origin story. It's very good. All right, yeah. I'll have to check that out. Let's take a listen to this clip. I want to point out what Liz Cheney uh, has said about you when speaking at this Texas Tribune uh, conference yesterday. She says, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure Carrie Lake is not elected. Uh, your reaction? <laughs> <laughs> that might be the biggest, best gift I've ever received. I mean, the people of Wyoming can't stand her. I, I'm, I'm pretty much sure that the people of Arizona don't like Liz Cheney. Uh, you know, here's the deal, Maria. The Republican Party, the new Republican Party, is the party of we the people. It is no longer the party of warmongers. And so Liz Cheney probably should change her voter registration. Turns out she really is a Democrat after all. We the people. I, I, yeah. All right. So I, I think I'll say maybe I was wrong about Carrie Lake. Maybe I, I was right. Maybe I was wrong about a little bit. Maybe I was right about a little bit. I don't know. But <laughs> she's I, awesome, I'm man. excited about her candidacy. She's though. awesome. Yeah. Hedging your bets. There. I'm loving her. I, I mean, you know a, I like to hedge sometimes. I heck yeah. of a lot better than Katie Hobbs. Yeah. Well, can't yeah, have her in charge. Any, any Republican I mean, better than that. Her come out yeah. being saying to Liz Cheney basically like, thanks, bitch, for the endorse. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, the great. I just love that she's like, well, Wyoming people really hate Liz Cheney. Yeah. And I don't think Arizona people like yeah. Liz Cheney. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think Arizona is really within reach. I, on both, I'm going to put money down right now. Senate. She's going to win. On both the governor and the Senate, yeah. I think it's within reach. I think that Blake Masters has a yeah. chance there. People are pissed about the border down there. I think it's yeah. going to be an R-plus electorate. I think Nevada is looking good for us, mm-hmm. right? Uh, sleeper race, Washington. I always worry, though, about the, what? <laughs> I always worry about the Vegas unions, though, with Nevada. Yeah, but they if, always carry the Democrats over but, the top in but, tight races, man. But if Hispanics have shifted as much as is shown in these polls, the Hispanic vote in Nevada is significant. Yeah, that is one thing I'm fascinated to watch after uh, the election is looking at the Hispanic vote and wh- how it shifts, but also where it shifts. Yeah. Because obviously we have in like Texas 34 with Mayor Flores yeah. and other people. It's like okay, yeah. well, literally every day they're dealing with like the direct impact of illegal immigration and the crime and everything that's happened with that. Obviously, at this point, every state is a border state, but like in Nevada, you're not seeing the same chaos every yeah. single day. So it'll be interesting to see if the Hispanic vote shifts mm-hmm. kind of universally. Well, so the, who let the dogs out? Dog? Yeah, it's a dog, man. He's got that dog in him. So loud. Well, interestingly enough, Nevada Senate poll Trafalgar has Laxalt up four points. So that's, oh, outside that's the margin of error. Oh, hey now. Outside the margin of error. Maybe we should just um, <laughs> call the election now. <laughs> the other, the other interesting thing in these uh, Trafalgar polls, Carrie Lake up four points, four and four and a half on Katie Hobbs. Right. Yeah. The other interesting thing, though, in that same poll, has Mark Kelly up. A point on Masters. Yeah. Because of that piece of shit libertarian. Yeah. These libertarians, they always F us in the A. <laughs> uh, all right. Other other poll question. Do you feel as safe in America as you did two years ago? No. 68% no. I moved to Virginia. That's how bad it got. Well, you need to do that anyway. I but. lived in a building with U.S. senators and a 14-year-old carjacked someone at gunpoint in our quote-unquote secure parking garage. That's, that's true. That's just the valet. That's just how the valet. No, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, DC, like, 
obviously DC is a big city, so it's worse than a lot of places. But in so here's I this is a pet project. I'm gonna figure out how to do it. Jan, I'm coming home. I'm doing a story on my hometown, St. Cloud, Minnesota, and how it has become per capita less safe than like Minneapolis and St. Paul because you have all these like really? all these literally like drug crimes and all these gangsters cartel members running around trafficking stuff in between Chicago and out west along the I-94 corridor and my hometown is now went from being like when I was I don't even remember like six years old me and my cousins were on the front page of the hometown newspaper while we were out roller skating in my neighborhood with the headline the leave it to beaver neighborhood and now it's like one of the least safe cities in the entire state and it is terrifying that's kind of interesting so, like, D.C., obviously disaster, but the fact that places like St. Cloud are also a disaster is just, like, that is the Biden crime crisis and why it's going to bite him in the butt in November because it's not just people who live mm-hmm. in big cities who are liberal. It's people, independents, or people who are non-political living outside of the big cities that are being affected. And that's, like, it's affecting my mom and all these other suburban women who are college-educated. Yeah. And it's, yeah, Minnesota was the fourth, had the fourth most homicides in the state last year. Well, there, there is certainly an interesting trend where this crime wave is not just, like you said, the big cities. It is going to, you know, the more moderate-sized cities yeah. and even smaller towns now, too. Um, you know, 68% in a poll was a pretty high number yeah. of people saying they feel less safe. So, um, And tied to that same poll, it was around 65% that said uh, a candidate who supports soft on crime policies, they'd be much less likely to support. So, um just want to make our way across the country in the Senate races, get your opinion. Uh, Colorado, you think maybe kind of lean them? Yeah, I think probably. there's a chance Mr. Mackey might go down there. Yeah, um, I don't, Colorado is also just weird. It's a there, weird there's like that area. chunk of yeah. Western, like Utah with the weird Republican governor with the pronouns, mm-hmm. and then you've got Colorado, which is kind of like they're all these strange kind of political environments. Yep. Um, I think that goes to the Democrats. I think so, too. There yeah. are enough people who have moved there out of California that I yeah. think they probably yeah. pushed over. And also, like, the Colorado Republican Party has just been, like, they're not doing well. racked with systemic dysfunction since 2012, really. Yep. So. Um, Wisconsin. Ron John, looking pretty good. Big Ron. Yeah. Ron? Yeah, that's another... <laughs> that's one of the states where pollsters were like, yeah, we're probably wrong on this. When yeah. they showed it being a close race with the Democrat being up. Yeah. Um, Mandela Barnes is not well-liked in Wisconsin. He got in because Tony Evers was running as the governor candidate. Yeah. He was lieutenant governor, so he kind of got that statewide office by default almost. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I, Ron Johnson just needs yeah. to, I think needs to be a little bit more aggressive maybe, but his, yeah. I think like most Republican campaigns that we were looking at being like, what are you doing? After uh, Labor Day really did kick it into gear and there's a lot of stuff. They, and they out. have. I would yeah. agree that they have. I think that the national apparatuses or apparatus, whatever yeah. you'd say, leave a lot to be desired still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we can leave that for another day. Everyone knows I how think I it breaks for him. I think his, his, his most daunting re-election challenge was when Russ Feingold tried to win back his seat. Mm, yeah. 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 Was, yeah. And if you look at, um, like obviously there's the chunk of Wisconsin that was like, super pro-Trump that obviously is going to turn out for him. But yeah. then you look at the counties around Milwaukee and, like, in the strip between Milwaukee and yeah. the border with Illinois headed towards Chicago. And, like, those are a lot of places that have just been absolutely, like, you have Kenosha in there, yeah. Waukesha. You've got a lot of, like, they don't like what the Democrats are yep. doing on crime and the economy and everything else. It's I mean, Wisconsin is truly, like, just the heart of the Midwest. And it's, like, a lot of hardworking people, a lot of families, and they don't like where the Democrat Party has gone. But also yeah. a lot of unions. So again, it's kind of like Las Vegas. You know, like who mobilizes 
I think, wasn't it Milwaukee where they caught the Democrat people giving cigarettes to homeless people to get them to vote for Democrats back in the day? That checks out. I mean, was. listen, the Democrats have done a lot worse recently than that. <laughs> I wish we could go back to the days of just that. Um, what else do we got here? Ohio. Uh, what? Yeah, oh, let's do Ohio first. Um, oh, J.D. Vance. Yep. Winner? He better be. Yeah, I know, I know. I, He's I, running, I mean... First of all, Tim Ryan, Democrat, always looks like he's just watched a rabbit get mauled by a bear. Like, he just always has this just very, like, sad, distressed look on his face. Yeah. And he's been hiding from Joe Biden every single time the president has gone to right. the state. And I think that he's, like, failing at that because... And that should that proves that he knows he's not doing yeah. well. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Uh, let's see. Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Well, that one... Georgia has shown an interesting polling trend that has literally made the Democrats stop throwing money at mm-hmm. Stacey Abrams' race, which is never a good sign this far out from the midterms, that they're just like, ah, oh, no, we're going to go spend this somewhere else where we might have a chance. Uh, so now uh, the one of the more recent polls that I wrote up, I think at the end of last week, has uh, Kemp now finally breaking the 50% in the mm-hmm. poll, yeah. which is critical so we can avoid these runoffs Stupid again. Stupid fucking runoffs. Um, Hate them. So that's a good sign. Um Notably, I think the best polling candidate for statewide in Georgia is uh, Raffensperger. Oh, I can't stand it. Um, but he's... he's those polling, Democrats are voting for him. Well, but he's pulling 15% out of the Democrat who's running. So, like, there's not going to be runoff yeah. in that one because yeah. he's at, like, 64%. because the freaking Democrats are voting for him because they yeah. know he's their plant inside of the whole election administration there. Oh, boy. And, oh, my God, I can't stand that guy. Well, what a slimy scumbag. He won the Republican yeah. primary. So. Which was the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how... Is that even possible that that happened? It's, uh, we got to well, do something about that. We got to do Donald something. Donald Trump about endorsed that. his opponent, and that didn't go yeah, well. Yeah, it didn't as work. As well as Kemp's we, opponent. You know what it was? The Democrats crossing over to vote for this guy. I guarantee you <laughs> that the Democrats are going to vote for this guy. He's going to get a higher vote percentage because they're voting for him because he's their plan. But the good thing is, is that this time we have our law. The election integrity. Yeah. Your law? Yes. Yeah. Did yes. you write that? The Republican <laughs> propaganda. Law. Yes. Um, I think, yeah. I so think Kemp Stacey, carries over everybody. Yeah, Stacey Abrams is cooked. She, I mean, she's going to lose her re-election bid to the same guy she lost it to the first yeah, time. The real question yeah. will be, does Warnock get over the 50 to avoid the runoff? So, maybe. Herschel's <laughs> been... Or not say, Warnock. I won't say... Herschel, s- that's what I meant. Herschel Walker has, I don't know if surging isn't the right word, but all of his polls are trending in a positive direction. That has him, uh, the latest one has him in the lead within the margin of error. Um, but Georgia is one of those states where pollsters have gotten it right in 16, 18, 20, and yep. probably are right this time. And so that's – the Georgia Senate race will probably go to a runoff. Yeah, I agree. Which is a nightmare because, again, looking at the whole map of everybody up for election on election night in November, it's going to come down to, like, two races more than likely. Yeah. Unless, Republic, unless like, red tsunami is a thing even in Very the Senate possible. races. Very possible. And it's like, well, who cares if we lose Georgia? We don't need it. But there's a – Fair chance that we will not know who has majority in the Senate until after Georgia's runoff, which is in December this time around instead of January. Only it's very time possible. Will tell. It's very possible. Well, so I, I'm keeping a running map here as we go along these. So 
Nevada, I put red. Arizona, I put lean red. That could be 50-50. Wisconsin, I think we'll keep. Ohio, I think we'll keep. Georgia, I'm leaving as toss-up. North Carolina, I think we're good on that one. I think mm-hmm. Ted Budd's going to win that. Um, I think Oz is going to pull it out in Pennsylvania. Well, so that's the next one. That's the big discussion. Here. On North Oz. Carolina, well, you mentioned it. Yeah. One of the Supreme Court cases coming up in this term that starts next Monday deals with a lot of funny business that happened with the state Supreme Court in North Carolina, and it'll be interesting to see if any of the the arguments in that case do anything to mobilize people one way or the other in North Carolina because mm-hmm. it's become a bit of a hot button issue locally, but nobody else nationally has really covered it. So keep yeah, an eye. Yeah, it, it's an interesting one for sure. Um, North Carolina always has like weird stuff like that happen. I yeah. don't So maybe they'll settle it once and for all. Probably not, though. Probably not. Um, Georgia, I kept blank. Pennsylvania, Oz. Yes? I think Oz is going to pull it out. I think so. I agree. I mean, he's running against a vegetable, so... The th- and that debate is going to be a disaster. Here's the thing. The yeah. only for, way... For Fetterman. The only way Oz loses is if so many people vote early, just out of habit, and yeah. they yeah. can do it, so they do it, and they're not thinking about yeah. it, and they're union members, and they heard John Fetterman yelling, steel workers, yeah. at some point, and whatever. That, well, and don't that could do Oz in, because, again, it's Republicans who vote more day of than yeah. early voting. But do you think early voting would be as high as it was in presidential years? I don't know. That's the well, question. don't forget... And then the debate, however the best, bad that yeah. is, could be, I mean, could just be an implosion. Yeah. There's yeah. also a chance that he could have more health issues, God forbid, yeah. in the last six weeks of this campaign, and he could... I mean, it's He could bad. not... Literally, he could have to drop out, which yeah. I don't know what... I honestly have no idea what the law well, is. Well, I'll I tell you one thing. In New Jersey... A long time ago, Doug Forster got screwed because I think what's his name? What McGreevy? <laughs> no, not McGreevy. The other old ass guy. Lautenberg. Lautenberg. Oh, Remember yeah, Lautenberg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Robert Torricelli was in was engulfed in a scandal. He accepted foreign contributions That's illegally, good. so he was forced to drop out. Spencer, like in like like mid September, October. Uh-huh. So they the Democrats are like okay fine we'll get this old ass Frank Lautenberg in. The, the New Jersey Supreme Court allowed Lautenberg to get on the yeah. ballot, and that's how Doug Forrester got screwed out of the Senate seat. Yep. Stoke Forrester was going to win that race. Yeah. Torricelli yeah. was a one-term like piece of shit, unpopular, decides to leave. I think he'll, he'll, he'll have to remain on the ballot. There's no way they can. They can In Pennsylvania, yeah, no yeah, way. There's no but way. all I'll say is don't underestimate... Their oh, ability yeah. to, steal. to run the fraud that's machine true. in yeah, Philadelphia. By far the oldest, yeah, yeah. most established oh, yeah. voter fraud operation yeah. is in Philadelphia. Yeah, those Everybody union, knows it. Those unions are their shock troops in Everybody the who ever worked up there in that area, yeah, Pennsylvania, bad. New Jersey, knows that Philly is by far the king of the fraud operation. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, Let's see. Oh, in New Hampshire, uh, I don't know. I think New Hampshire, I think we don't get that. But I don't no, think so. I think Which she we shouldn't have lost it in 16. But yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that piece of shit governor. I don't want to talk about him. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving on. Moving along, 2024 and beyond real quick. Oh, no. Real quick. Oh, my real God. Quick. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Nancy Spencer's Pelosi. Spencer's out of control over Yeah, Spencer is no, out of control. No, it's not me. I'm the good one. <laughs> yeah, okay. You are. Yeah. Nancy that's Pelosi. That's what John Wayne Gacy said, too. No. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Nancy he was a Democrat. <laughs> he was a liar. He was a great right, fundraiser. Right, 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 right. <laughs> the Democrats are the party of murderers. We yeah. know this. Well, Nancy Pelosi and, and her murdering allegedly husband, um, 
which he didn't really do, he but didn't through his stock trades, oh. he probably caused some Chinese <laughs> child to be murdered. Okay, That's let's just be realistic here. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> I was uh, like, are we not throwing all the allegedly's Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to what Nancy Pelosi had to say about Joe Biden running in 2024. President Biden is the president of the United States. He did a great service to our country. He defeated Donald Trump. Let's not forget that. If you care about the air we breathe, the water we drink, the education of our children, jobs for our our, um, their families, pensions for their seniors, any subject you can name. I'm, I'm not going into politics about whether the president should uh, should run or not. No answer. Good morning, Sunday yeah. morning. Uh, Sunday morning. Good morning. That's my favorite. George Stephanopoulos just sitting there like, huh? Um, <laughs> and apparently the White House press secretary may have not gotten the memo about Joe and his running status for 2024. Roll that clip. There's 56% of Democrats want the party to nominate someone other than Biden. And for people under 40, 75% want the party to pick someone different. Um, Is the president concerned by this? How's he digesting a number like that? So, as you know, I'm I'm very limited on on how I can discuss any kind of elections. Uh, I will reiterate what we have said many times from here, what the president has said many times, even recent, as recently as his 60-minute interview, is that he intends to run. Uh, don't have any more announcements on that. I mean, when are they going to dump uh, her? Correct. They, they can't. can't. I know. They can't. That's the funny yeah, part. They can't. They're stuck with her. <laughs> Their only option is to, like, promote her. To yeah. just, I don't even know. Or have, like, a committee. Create, like, mm-hmm. three, like, hire th- four more deputy press secretaries. Well, she's already have, like, barely briefing. Committee. Today's briefing, she had the FEMA administrator speak for the first chunk of the press conference, and by the time uh, she finally got to take reporters' questions, they had ten minutes left to take questions. Yep. So she's already yeah. not really doing the job, but in that limited time she's given, well, she's she still al- mucking it all up. And she always shows up late, because then she could use the yes. excuse of, oh, sorry, I have to leave at X yes. time. She yeah. always schedules a briefing before a Biden event, because yep. the White House press corps has to go cover that, and yep. so she gets... To shorten everything. That's how they get you. Yeah, I think um, she was like 35 minutes late today. So she should have. they should have had 45 minutes for questions, but instead they had 10. And the last 2024 chatter is you know who. Oh, yeah. Going to make a comeback. Yeah. Hillary. Hillary. 24. <laughs> man. Is she waiting in the wings yeah. for this old man <laughs> yeah. to drop out? Of, and oh, then the super unlikable yeah. Kamala, who <laughs> she'll take head on, yeah. woman on woman, Hey. Yeah, Dick. Yeah, that part got so good. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's where's the lie? Uh, yeah, think yeah, of the yeah. source, you know, it's Dick Morris, who's been like in the in the media wilderness for like, the past ten years, because he thought but that Mitt Romney's gonna get through and he's gonna Listen, so I think that it, it's a very valid theory. I think that she. Oh yeah. Hillary's, Hillary's political career is like Elton John's farewell tour. Yeah, it's just, it's it's just there's it's another like, one. Never there's ends. another one. There's she said she's one. not gonna run to like draw the attention off of her, right? Yeah. And then she's just waiting in but the wings. But the thing is, And though, then she's going to swoop in. If age is an issue, and the New York Times and everyone for a hot second got in on how Joe Biden has lost a step regarding his age and how he's an old, decrepit old man. If that is, like, a part of the reason and you bring her in, it's like, what are we doing here? Because she's, she's healthier, also though. old. She, she's much she, healthier. She's got more, at least... Uh, Mental acuity than he does. Yeah, her cognitive. Is I mean, there. she yeah, collapsed at the nine eleven memorial. The pi- okay. There we go. She didn't know. She knew where she was though. But on the bright side, and they had to drag her up some steps. She didn't have. Steps? She doesn't have dementia, as far as we know. No. 
Well, Bill might have AIDS. Yeah. Oh, allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. That's for the lawyers, allegedly. Right, well, listen, there out. was a phase where he looked like it, and then I all mean, of a sudden he snapped out of it. Listen, he must have got some of that magic Johnson shit. shit. Yeah, he almost right. died of a UTI at a hospital in yeah, LA yeah, like two true. years ago. Yeah, he almost did die of that. Yeah, it's true. I but I listen, think she will have the, the campaign staff, the best operatives, the money... But we'll see how the base reacts because, I mean, she already, a, lot of, le- a lot of lefties didn't like her in 16. It's only increased. Well, she's they terrible. want to turn the page, man. They want to turn the page. Yes. I would love if they have a nasty primary battle because it looks like we're going to have one too. So we might as well have equal. Okay. Uh, I mean, hey, 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 listen. I'm not, I mean, if they want to do it. Or we get really lucky and Biden runs again and somehow squeaks out the nomination even though 57% of his party doesn't want him to run. <laughs> but Especially if there's a red wave after these midterms. Isn't it? The, up, the clamor man. from the well, DNC is going to be like, get, my favorite, drop out, old man, no, My please. favorite part of the Dem spit on this was like, well, the same poll says that 48% of Republicans don't want Trump to run. And I'm like, okay, nah, let's but let's here. do the math. Let's do the math. 52%. Equals primary win. As yeah. I've been saying, DeSantis's problem yeah. is just strictly the math because yeah. you're also going to have all these no-name losers yeah. like Liz Cheney and you know, and I like Mike Pompeo, but he shouldn't be running for president. And yeah. I don't like Nikki Haley, but she definitely shouldn't be running for president. And then you could go down the list of yeah. like twelve other people that it's, are going to run. It's not same same. <laughs> well, right, fifty-two percent is greater than fifty, so you know. Same I, same. I understand the Chinese are crushing us in math these days, but this is pretty basic. So. Um, Last story. Decade of learning loss, Storm. We can't do the math. Well, apparently, you know, over there, they're getting beat with bamboo because they can't yeah. do equations. Well, and yeah. over here, <laughs> the kids are walking out of schools <laughs> because they can't bamboo. be chopping off their dicks. That's what just happened today, okay? That's true. That's that is true. Real news. Real that is, news. That is Last true. story. Then we're doing clip of the day. We're out of here. This episode is mega episode. <laughs> Metric tons. This is okay. out of control. Uh, this yeah. is your story. Oh, I want no. to hit this. Oh, uh, Spencer. Latinks. Oh, yeah. It's not apparently inclusive. I thought it was Latinx. It is. No, it's a made-up word. As I told Tucker Carlson when he said, am I even saying it right? I said, it's a made-up word, so you can't pronounce it wrong. Latinx, after being foisted upon us, including the Latinxes, (laughs) who didn't ever use the word, 4% in a poll of Hispanic adults in the United States, according to Gallup, preferred Latinx. So the Latinx weren't using the term that the Democrats made for them. This is like, this is the D3, the white woke woman at their finest. So they foist this term on us. Joe Biden adopts it. He's constantly talking about Latinx. The mainstream media has adopted it. They have all these like special Latinx sections mm-hmm. on their websites now. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes Salon saying, actually, if you want to be inclusive, you need to stop using it because it's been co-opted, supposedly, by white elitists in academia. Wow. And I'm like, that's... well, that's who created yeah, exactly. it. So, of course, it was co-opted because they're the ones who made it up. And yeah. tried to force Hispanic people to use a term that doesn't work with the Spanish language, which is gendered. Uh, and I know this because just, my name is Spencer Maron. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just loving how they they gaslighted themselves in their own narrative. Yes. <laughs> well, the crazy part is also it drove people towards being Republican. Yes, it did. Because, like, because we don't Hispanic, like this. Right. Yeah. Hispanic people are like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, what? We are yeah. not Latinxes. Yeah. But here's the problem. Salon then... Goes from making the correct point, which this is only used by elite white liberal academics, and then says, instead, the inclusive term to use is latine. L-A-T-I-N-E. Yes, one letter off an R from latrine. Or we could just do Latino, Latina, like it's always been, which is the entire fucking language. It's, that is... (laughs) Yes, it matches the Spanish language. So by us swooping in and being like, you're Latinx or you're Latin, 
We are, what could be more, like, oppressive and colonial yeah. than telling people that their language is, the is like, gendered and therefore problematic, and you must speak like us woke <laughs> right. elitists? Yeah. Like, yeah. That is the most offensive yeah. colonial like, thing you could do. Your like, language your is wrong. Your Mexican's no good for yeah. Martha's Vineyard. Yes. You yeah. must say Latinx. Yeah, and it's like, everybody's like, well, we can't celebrate Christopher Columbus because he was a colonist who came to the New World and, like, forced oh. his belief system on the natives. Don't get me started because like, yeah. we're getting to that he time of year. But, that's, but no, but that's exactly what woke white women liberals do yeah. is show up in a community that they know nothing about and have only seen on, like, television and on Desperate Housewives and yeah. try to impress their woke belief system on all these people that are like, you're nuts. Yeah. Next Tuesday's episode... We'll have a whole segment on Christopher, on how great Christopher Columbus was, and they're attacking it again, and we will not stand for it because in this house he's a hero. End of he subject. is a hero. End of subject. Okay, clip of the day. Latest Fetterman brain malfunction. Oh we God. have it here for you. Hot off the presses. I couldn't believe it. I, again, I, every time this guy it's, just it's speaks. Bat- oh like, my God! And this was about my beloved Philadelphia Eagles, who are three and zero. Go the way. birds! Go birds! Uh, here we go. John Fetterman on the Eagles. And the Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. No, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you the see? Eagles are better than the, the Eagles. But then the he's best part. Okay. The best part is his face afterwards because yeah. he realizes he's like, "Oh my God, I just said yeah. something absolutely retarded yeah. again." And then he just laughs and yeah. moves on. Like, also, oh, shouldn't I be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan? <laughs> Give him a bracket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That debate... It's going to be bad, man. It's going to be... It's going to be something. I, Even Dr. Oz said what Dr. Oz... <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> three, three I think... <laughs> three miles away. Maybe something's in that street. water from the steel plant because he's oh, fucked up. Yeah, really. I think Get we Aaron should consider... Doing a town hall live blog for that debate. Oh my god! I've been thinking about Ooh. it. It depends what day it is. Out of yeah. all the debates that are going to be happening, I feel like that one may be top tier. All that hands will be on the top. It's it's only going to be ninety minutes, right? Sixty. Oh, six. They, wow, they can't even. He won't agree to do the ninety, even though he needs to use a teleprompter or a tr- transcription device because yeah. he can't. Auditory well, I remember they also wanted to do a practice debate you with the moderators, two, and I'm like, that is practice runs. Yeah, it's not so they're doing a October 25th oh debate. It's gonna be spookier than Halloween, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Which, uh, what is what day of the week is that? Checking now. It's yeah. a Tuesday. Sources. Tuesday. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but the timing is still up for debate. But it probably will end up being sixty minutes. Does his does Fetterman obviously Fetterman doesn't understand? That's a stupid point to make. But does his campaign not understand that like debates you do debate prep and then you go to the debate? You don't do a practice debate where you get yeah. all of your opponent's yeah. talking points yeah. so that way you can change what you're gonna yeah. say in the final one. Yeah, no, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, and that's also insane. you hire like a prominent Democrat to be, be Doctor Doctor Oz. Oz. It's the debate way, camp. Like, what yeah. the hell is going on over there? <laughs> we have an update on the official numbers. Stock market loss is now totaling up to nine trillion dollars of American wealth. Good oh. thanks, Joe Bud. So Build back better. That's what uh, Fetterman wants. Read to Read the do. polls, Jack. So I'm awesome. What's on that note, how do I open PDF? <laughs> Where's my ice cream? We'll be back here on Tuesday. This was the mega episode, and it is quite. It might be the longest episode we've ever done. Not yeah. sure. May I say I believe this is an ultra mega episode? 
Oh, there we Ooh, go. There we go. That's gonna be the, the ultra, title. Yeah, the ultra maga. There you edi- go. Ultra oh maga. There you go, Mister Producer. Producer. He's got a long yeah. evening ahead of him. Pack so. those boxes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's probably practicing. No, I don't think. I think he's fucked. Or, well, I have now, reports. He's a prepared guy. I think he's. Packed. He's not like Erica flying to Italy uh, and no, not doing I think her laundry until think, the day yeah. she flies yeah. to Rome. I think yeah. he's performing like Matt Ryan for the Colts right now. <laughs> Total mess. Oh, that's well. He won this weekend, unlike you. So. Oh, I'm still two and one. That's right, baby. That's right, baby. Listen, the football gods did what they needed to last night yeah, because there's no world that the Giants should have been throwing <laughs> well, out. I, I was gonna say. I was yeah. gonna say. We are. We are. Sixty-two percent from our win total. Yeah, that was karma. Okay. Uh, all right. On that note, of course, as usual, it's time for the shameless plug. This was a top-notch, triggered, uncensored. Well, I don't know how much is going to make it in. Mister Producer will have to decide. So, yeah. but if you want to become a town hall VIP member to get triggered, uncensored, and access to all of our VIP members-only content from people like Spencer, Matt, Kurt, Katie, Larry, the list goes on and on. So. Go to townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 40% off. Get into this exclusive club of Patriots. You will not regret it. Money back guarantee. Mm. And I'll tell you, you guys are the only ones who get the money back guarantee. So if you love Triggered, you love us, you want to support us, you want to get it uncensored for everything leading up to the election because it's going to be a wild 41 days. Very wild. I'm terrified. Metric but excited. Ton, metric ton wild. Ooh. And some people know what I'm talking yeah. about. So. Jeez. <laughs> we love all of you thank you for listening townhallvip.com use the promo code save america if you want to email us you want us to talk about something triggered at townhall.com and we will be back here next week on tuesday for another episode of triggered see you then oh, no,